0: The Medallion, Chapter 49 The curtain over the broken door swished and Kate turned her head to the wall. Now that the old man had removed his veil, she couldn't stand to look at his face and the thin blue veins pulsing in the ragged craters where patches of his wrinkled skin had eroded away. If she looked up into his cold blue eyes, it made her own skin crawl. Ah, Kate, I see you are angry at me for causing you pain. I would tell you I am sorry, but that would be untrue, for if I had not hurt you, Corvin would have never agreed to bring me the scepter, and then you would have died for no reason. It was necessary to be cruel to save your life, Kate. You will thank me later. The sound of his loose teeth clicking together brought an involuntary shiver through her. If she refused to talk to him, maybe he would go back inside the curtain and leave her alone. It is good to have someone here with me who fully understands the fear of dying, even at such a young age. He walked around the table, and Kate closed her eyes as he drew near. And you are afraid of death, aren't you, Kate? She lay still, trying to push his words away, but it was no use. She had thought about dying a few times, but now death itself was present with her in the chamber. As her remaining energy drained away, it was being replaced by a terrifying intimate sense that her time was running out. He stopped in front of her and leaned closer. "'You don't need to die, Kate.' The words were not comforting and were accompanied by a spray of spittle. "'If Corvin will simply do as I have asked, I will set you free. You do not belong to the corps, and your kind have no place here in the chamber.' This is all Corvin's doing, and I cannot hold you responsible for his actions. Kate had heard his words about not belonging many times in her life, but down here it was true. She was not connected to the Corps in any way. She didn't belong, and she could never be a part of this world. A clammy hand patted her cheek. I was surprised to see you here in the chamber with my medallion. You see, we no longer accept females to be part of the council, I made sure of that long ago. Kate opened her eyes, but looked past him to the nearest anteroom door and its small black curtain. Why did you do that? Women do not belong in a place of power. They see things differently. They're easily confused. When women were on the council, they would claim they could see differences in how the men were dressed, but the rest of us could not see what they were talking about. Those women did not comprehend that there are subtleties when you are part of a council that must be respected. So I removed all the women and returned the chamber and the rulership of the cities to the men of the corps. Groaning, he sat on the stool in front of her, blocking her view and forcing her to look into his face. He was grinning, the black teeth shining in the light of the medallion hanging on his chest. That last woman, he nodded past the broken door, "'was the most difficult, but I made sure she could never return "'and that her door would never open again. "'When her place was not filled and her city was lost, "'the council began to crumble. "'It fit my plan so well.' "'Kate stared at him until his smile vanished. "'What are you thinking, Kate? Talk to me.' "'Kate shrugged. "'You talk about how you beat everyone and won, "'but it looks to me like you lost everyone and everything.' and are just as close to dying as I am. His thin lips curled into a snarl. Only because I trusted those who betrayed me, my closest allies and my own family. He leaned closer, his foul breath filling the air around her head with its moist stench. Do you know where he is? Kate closed her eyes. Talk to me, he said, spitting out the command. Where is Corvin taking your body? Kate rolled onto her back and looked up to the ceiling she had not noticed before that it was not a dome, but rather seven flat panels of rock that converged into a seven-sided, intertwined design in the center, much like the lines around the medallions. "'You said you are connected through the medallions. You must know where he is.' "'Don't repeat what I said,' the old man snapped. "'I know he was on the far side of Kadir and somewhere on the edges of the core, but now I have lost sight of him.' "'Can't you hear what he's saying?' She heard him stand to his feet and come around the table. He is too close to the core shield. I know that someone else is helping him carry your body, but I can't hear them talking, so I don't know who it is. That boy better not be planning to double-cross me. That would be unfortunate for you. Make sure you tell him if he contacts you. Can't you contact him? I don't want to use the power stored in the medallion. I will need it later. Kate took a quick sideways glance at the man. His gaze was fixed on the anteroom door where Corvin had appeared. She would definitely talk to Corvin if she made contact, but she would tell him that the old man's ability to track him was growing weaker. The man turned his head and the blue-veined eyes caught her own. You know this, boy, well. Do you believe he will obey me and bring me the scepter, or will he seek for other medallion-bearers to help him find his way into this chamber to try and rescue you? Kate let her eyes close. Answer me, the old man snapped. The chamber fell silent except for his shallow breaths. Why should she set the old man's heart at ease, let him worry and make more mistakes? Corvin is smart, but he's also stubborn. I'm not always sure what he is going to do next. The old man's hand slapped the table next to Kane's head. She looked into his angry eyes. Then you'd better warn him to follow my instructions or you will feel greater pain than ever before. He brought out the medallion, wrapped his bony black hands around it and squeezed. Shafts of searing pain ripped into Kate. Please stop, she gasped. But the old man only stared at her and gripped the medallion tighter. Kate was beginning to lose consciousness when the pain finally eased. Good girl, a shaky hand rested on her head. "'Now I will wait for him to respond.' He was breathing hard as he turned away from her, wiping a bloody hand on the sleeve of his white robe. "'If you call me, and I do not answer right away, call again. You must not leave the chamber. This is the only place your spirit can live without your body. You must not leave here. Do you understand me?' Kate nodded and closed her eyes. The note of desperation in the quavering voice betrayed his worry or his lie. She listened carefully until the curtain fell back into position over the open door. Kate tried to sense anything that would let her know that Corvin was nearby, but the chamber remained still. The pain ebbed away, leaving her feeling even more exposed to the invasive fingers of death. It was her life he was squeezing out of the medallion. That is why it hurt so much and left her more vulnerable. When the medallion was wrung dry, her defense against death would be gone." Hopefully Corvin was already out of the core and had not heard her call. There was no point in coming back as the old man fully intended to use up all the medallion's power. She was as good as dead already.